Praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Wow, are you washed in the blood? Turn with me quickly to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs, we shall be reading from the book of Proverbs. Are you there? Proverbs chapter 6, we shall be reading from verse 16. Proverbs chapter 6, are you there? Proverbs chapter 6, we are reading from verse 16. These six things does the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, and hearts that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that are swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord amongst brethren. Father, we ask, O Lord, that your presence be with us here now. Lord, we ask that you take over, that you speak, that we are servants here. We are eager and willing to hear from you, to learn from you, Lord. Please speak unto us in Jesus' almighty name. Amen. 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 This short verse in Proverbs 6, this short verse is 16 to 19. It points out six things. Yes, seven that are an abomination before God. And it's intriguing to me that inside this seven, two of them are the same. These six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. One, a proud look. Two, a lying tongue. A lying tongue. Put that, mark that. Three, hands that shed innocent blood. Four, a heart that defies wicked plans. Feet that are swift in running to evil. Again, a false witness who speaks lies. He has mentioned lies twice. Out of seven things he calls an abomination, he mentioned lying twice. I was stirred in my soul yesterday when I read something about a lady, an immigrant lady, whose star was shining. He had, she had everything going for her. She was a, politi- a lawyer, and then after that, she became a politician. And as a politician, she rose to become a member of parliament in this United Kingdom. Aside that, she was an ambitious lady. Her ambition was that she would become the first black prime minister, the first female black prime minister in this country. She was a Labour MP. She had everything going for her. The sky was her limit until something happened that truncated everything. Sometime in 2017, her flight was, uh, sorry, her car was caught on CCTV. She was driving 40 miles an hour, above 40 miles an hour, in an area where the speed limit was 30 miles per hour. She was written, and she was asked to identify who your car was spotted at this speed, who was driving the car. And what then happened? That's when things began to go awry. She connived with her brother to say that she was not the one driving the car, but that it was her brother that was driving the car. But then, in court, they had an alibi, but the alibi failed to stand, and in court, it was proven that what she said was a lie. It was proven that she had lied. And what happened? The legal system does not joke with that. It's called perverting justice. And so what happened? Perverting the course of justice. She was given three months jail sentence. And what happened again? Her own brother, who helped her, he was given 10 months behind bars for making himself available for conspiracy. 
And you thought that was the end. But no, that was not the end. What happened? Her labor party had were, 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 were incensed by what she had done. She was, it was a breach of trust. She had broken the, level, the integrity expected of her. And what happened? Her labor party put in place a process to recall her. What happened? Successfully, she was recalled from her seat. She was no longer a member of parliament. And what happened again? That was not even the end. She was a trained solicitor. She was working, do, working in the commercial property law aspect for a while before she became an MP. But what happened? The solicitor's board felt that what she had done was unbecoming of a solicitor. And what happened again? The solicitor's board met and decided to strip her of her ability to work as a solicitor. The solicitor's tribunal held the disciplinary hearing and she lost the power to practice as a solicitor. Because of a simple lie, she lost her seat in parliament. She lost her freedom. She'll be going to prison. She lost her ability to work as a solicitor because of what she termed a simple lie. And I know before, before, before she did this, she might have known the consequences. She must have known the consequences. But in times like this, when people are faced with either saying the truth or lying, the enemy blinds you from the consequences. At worst, she would have got, got, had a, 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 a driving ban and a fine. But no, she decided to take this step of lying. And everything crumbled. She had everything going for her until she chose to take a path away from the truth. And it went from one catastrophe to another. My people, when you choose to live a life of lie, you might think you can get away with it. You might be getting away with it. But when it rains, it pours. When the consequences come, they come pouring. And that's how this member of parliament lost her position. Brethren, lying is an unpassable wrongdoing. That is the message that has been spelled out by the, 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 this case of this member of parliament. Lying is an unpassable wrongdoing. Lying should not be condoned at all. And God also abhors it. God abhors it totally. That portion we read, God hates a lying tongue and a false witness who speaks lies. Out of seven abominations, two of them were lies. And Exodus 20, 16 tells us, you shall not be a false witness against your neighbor. Ephesians 5, 24, 25 says, putting away lying, let each one of you speak, with his, speak truth with his neighbor. God hates lying. On the other hand, the everyday guy might wonder, might be wondering, what is the deal? Why? What is the big deal in lying? Lying makes things easier. Lying this, lying that. But you forget that the Bible says that the devil is the father of all lies. And so, if you are free to lie, if you choose to lie when saying the truth, it seems hard for you. Then you are just acting like a son of the devil. And don't go claiming tomorrow, oh God, remember your son, remember your daughter. No, you are a liar. And liars are children of the enemy.
Revelations 21.18 tells us, but as for the cowardly, the, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, no matter the type of lie, whether you call it a white lie, whether you call it a necessary lie, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. This MP had everything going for her, but a simple lie caused her to fall from grace to grass, and her bright spark ended in disgraceful humiliation. And if you think it's only this MP, look around, there are many stories of people whose who, who, who life, who lies have destroyed. Go back to the Bible and you look at Gehazi. It's not just that Gehazi did disobeyed his master by going after Naaman and taking the things his master rejected. No, when his master asked him, where have you been? He lied. And what was the consequences? Leprosy. Or not just him, but him and his generation. What about Ananias and Sapphira? Nobody forced them to sell their stuff, but they sold. And then they kept apart some and connived. And when the apostle asked them, what happened? They lied. And as they lied, they died on the spot. This MP, her lie, cost her her political career and her ambitions. Gehazi's lie cost him leprosy, sickness upon him and his generation. And Ananias and Sapphira, their lies cost them their lives. What is your lie costing you today? Why are you lying? And what are the consequences of those lies you tell? You ask me, Apostle Johnny, why do people lie? Brethren, men and women, they lie for many reasons. One of which is selfish and personal gain. Some lies are told for personal gain or pleasure. We seek to obtain some benefit, so we think we cannot achieve this by telling the truth. Brethren, if you lie to deceive the system in order to get benefit from the government, or in order to get one gain or the other, you are lying. And all liars, remember what the Bible says, all liars, you know where they go. If you call to cancel your shift and you tell a lie, my husband, my wife, is that something that is not true, then you are lying. Remember, all liars have their portion in the lake of fire. One of the reasons I quit legal practice was that as a lawyer, in my place of domicile then, as a lawyer, you, ordinary to get small adjournment, you had to lie. I was in court one day and the person, someone had a case, he was going, an ongoing case. In the middle of the trial, something happened and he needed to put his house in order. Something, uh, there was a, a twist he didn't expect. And what happened? Before everybody, he told my Lord, my Lord, I cannot continue. And my Lord asked him, well, he said, I'm not feeling well. I've been having a running stomach. I've been this, I've been that. And we knew the truth. But what happened? The court had to adjourn because the court doesn't force someone you should, for you as, as a lawyer. You must be your full capacity to adequately represent your client. But that was a lie. And remember, Bible tells us all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. So don't take it as a simple lie. Don't take it as an occupational hazard. That as a lawyer, you have to lie. That as a journalist, you have to no. And that day, God will not ask you 
What profession were you? Or even to say that my profession made me do it, it's not a defense. People also lie to cover up things. When people sin or commit acts, they want to hide from others. They often tell lies. And that's what Gehazi did. He disobeyed his master. And when he came back, he didn't know that his master knew. His master asked him, where have you been? And he lied. The devil has many tools, brethren, but a lie is the handle that frees them all. Whatever sinful act you have committed, most of them can also entangled uh, uh, around lies. When someone steals, he lies to cover his back. When someone commits murder, he lies to cover his back. When the husband and the wife, someone commits adultery, he lies to cover his tracks. Lies. I used to cover up sinful things. But remember, all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur. And that is the second death. People often tell lies to pump themselves for pride and envy. You go to social media and you want to kill yourself because of the lies other people are telling on social media. Some people, when they tell you good afternoon, look at your watch. It definitely is either morning or night. Some do it by mistake, but some do it because they cannot say the truth. The lie Ananias and Sapphira told, he was out of pride so that people would say, ah, these people, ah, they sold their land and contributed everything to God like others did. Greed and pride. Some people, you ask them, how come this? How come? Well, you see the small things and you ask them and they blow it out of proportion just for pride. Brethren, all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. Some people lie also out of misguided love or kindness. Some people lie to avoid putting, causing problems for their loved ones and their friends. Look at the MP we just talked about. Her brother lied that he was the one, that she wasn't the one driving the car. And what happened? It cost him 10 months behind bars. It cost him his integrity. Young people often think that loyalty means lying to protect their loved ones. And that's how you see gangs today. People get into gangs and someone commits something and the police ask or people ask you what happened because of some misguided loyalty. You lie. Or even in the family, your brother, your sister has done something and you know that he or she did it and your parents ask and you lie to cover that person's track. You lie because you do not want your homeboys, your guys, your brethren to call you a snitch. But would you rather be, a, be called a snitch by man and accepted by God or would you rather be accepted by man and on the last day God denies you? Bible tells us, do not fear those that can kill the flesh, but fear him that can kill the flesh through the soul in hell. I'd rather be a snitch before man and a son before God. So don't let any misguided sense of responsibility to protect your brother, to protect your sister from daddy, from mommy, from the authorities, cause you to lie. 
Some people liars of habits. They have become used to it. It just comes to them as a way of life. They lie even some I met people who lie even when there is no real reason to lie, when there is no justification for that lie, just because it has become their way of life. You ask someone a small thing and he tells you a lie. Sometimes a lie that is that is that that, that you feel this guy is playing with your senses, is, is abusing your sensibilities. A lie that you can see through. Why? Because it has become a habit to them. Even if it is for what you term a good reason, brethren, a lie is a lie. There is no reason good enough for you to lie and jeopardize your soul. Remember, all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. Some people, you see them, they receive a phone call and, ah, they know the person cannot see them. And so they begin to lie. They lie for convenience. All liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur. And that is the second death. For me, when you call me and it's not convenient for me to, to uh, and I don't know what to tell you, I'd rather not take that call than pick the call and start to lie to you. Because I realize that every lie is from the devil. That he is the father of all lies and he is not my father. The Bible tells us in Psalm 52 from 2 to 4, the deceitful tongue loves evil more than good and lying rather than speaking righteousness. One, people, one thing many people don't know is that it's harder to maintain a lie than the truth. And when your lies became, become so porous and people know you for that, you lose prestige. If I buy this book for £10 now, and someone asks me how much I bought it, and I say I bought it for £50, Chances are that when that person asks me in the next one year, in the next three months, how much did you buy this book? I will tell them 30 or 40. I will not be able to maintain that lie. I will forget. But when I buy you 10 pounds and you ask me how much, and I tell you 10 pounds, come in the next two years, I will tell you it's 10 pounds. It's harder to maintain a lie than to, me, than, than to say the truth. And when people begin to realize that you speak from both tongues of the parts of your mouth, that today your, 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 your news varies. He said it's this amount today, tomorrow is they see through you and you lose integrity and they lose confidence in you. And when they lose confidence in you, you begin to lose face. There are many consequences of lying and deceit. Lying, it harms other people, especially the people we love. The lies Jacob told hurt his brother Esau so much, and it harmed him greatly. Proverbs 29, 12 tells us, if a ruler pays attention to lies, all his servants become wicked. Lying and deceit often destroys people's reputation and alienates people, not just in families, but also in the job, at the school, in church. When people find out you are a liar, they keep their same distance from you. They take everything you say with a pinch of salt, 
even when you are saying the truth. Liars often influence other people to sin. They influence them to tell lies. They influence them to cheat. They influence them to sleep with them. Many have been led to sin by the influence of people that lie and deceive. And the serpent slithered in. And Eve asked, and and he got into a conversation with Eve. And he deceived Eve. And Eve sinned. Brother, when people lie to you, they play with your senses. They prey on your gullibility. And they want to mislead you. Flee from anyone whom you realize does not have the truth in them. Watch and pray. Be not be deceived. If you're a parent and you're lying, and your children realize it, and you come about and you tell your children, don't lie. But when somebody comes for you and you don't want to see that person, you tell your children, tell him I'm not at home. Your children watch this, and children imitate what they see. For your children's sake, stop such livelihood. Lying alienates man from God. Because God hates lying. We read it. Out of seven abominations, six of them, two of them were about lying. And many, many instances in the Bible, many, many portions, God hates a lying tongue. He keeps saying it. When we lie, God cannot fellowship with us. We separate ourselves from him when we lie. Tell me, can you trust someone whom you know does not have the truth in him? Can you trust someone whom you know if he tells you this is this way, he can even swear before you know it, it is another thing. Lying to people makes people lose trust in you. When you lie to your husband, to your wife, to your father, to your parents, and they discover it, It makes them lose confidence in you. And do not hide in the assurance that you are smart, that your lies will not be uncovered. My brethren, what is done in the secret will come to light. Refrain from lying today. And many portions in the Bible that states God's dislike for lying. Proverbs 12.22 says, Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who deal truthfully are his delight. Psalms 56. Psalms, Psalms 5 verse 6 tells us, God will destroy those who speak falsehood. He abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. Revelations 21.8, all liars will have part in the second death, the lake of fire. You might be a very righteous person. Observe every other thing. But just the lies, the small, small lies here and there. Remove your name from the book of life. All liars have part in the second death, the lake of fire. 
Revelations again, 21, 26. And into the city will be brought the glory and honor of the nations, but nothing unclean will ever enter it, nor anyone who practices an abomination or lie, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. So if you promise and if, if 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 you practice an abomination or you lie, your name is not in the book of life. Consider some steps you should take to keep away from lying or deceit. Number one is you should love truth and hate lies. No matter what how the lie helps you, hate it. No matter how hard the truth is, the truth is bitter, but stick with the truth. 1 Corinthians 13.6 tells us, Love does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. In the truth. Love rejoices in the truth. You and I must develop a strong commitment about lying. We must tell ourselves that nothing will make us lie. No matter how hard, no matter the doubt of the situation is, just keep your mouth shut if that's the only solution. But if you must speak, or if the situation compels you to speak, open your mouth and say the truth always. Don't just mildly dislike lies. Condone some lies. See some lies as necessary. No, brethren, you must hate lies with all your heart. Actively hate the practice of lies. We must continually remind ourselves of the terrible consequences of lying. And this should motivate us to avoid lying and to oppose it in others. Remember, all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur. And that is the second death. We must also endeavor to always fill our hearts with truth always. Matthew 12, 34 and 35 says, But out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasures of his heart brings forth good things and an evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart brings forth evil things out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh this means that we speak according to what we have in our heart so let when you lie the lie comes from your heart so let us embrace the truth always let us love the truth and hate lies let us endeavor to only harbor the truth in our hearts and how do we do this? Philippians 4 tells us in verse 7, Philippians 4 from verse 7, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on this. And when you think of this, there will be the ones that are always in your heart. And from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Whatsoever that is true, whatsoever that is honorable, whatsoever that is right, whatsoever that is pure, let this be the thoughts you think. So that when you open your mouth to speak, only the truth will come out. You must stay away from every falsehood. Do not dally with falsehood. Stay away from friends whom you know lie easily. Whom you know lie for, a for convenience. Whom you know lie to get what they want. Stay away from such friends. 
Exodus 23.7 tells us, keep yourself far from a false matter. Proverbs 4.24, put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Proverbs 38, remove falsehood and lies far from me. That should be your attitude. If you know anyone that lies, tell him pump and plain, let him stay far away from you. I used to say, I always tell the, say the truth, even when I lie. I saw that from a movie, Scarface, and it was my catch line. But no, if it's not the truth, it's, not, it's a lie. You cannot tell the truth when you lie. That was just me deceiving myself. A lie is a lie. And all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur. And that is the second and final death. Endeavor to avoid those people that tell lies. We have a proverb that says, when the rat that does not eat fish starts following the rat that eats fish, soon that rat that does not eat fish will start eating fish. When you do not lie, but your best friend is a chronic liar and you are always with him, soon, by act or omission, or verbally, you will begin to lie. Avoid things. And then one thing you must do, you must keep away. Give a safe distance from them. Proverbs 17.4 An evildoer evil gives heed to false lips. A liar listens eagerly to a spiteful tongue. Keep away those lying tongues. Keep them far from you. Psalms 101 verse 7, He who walks deceit shall not dwell within my house. He who tells lies shall not continue in my presence. You cannot be a liar and still be claiming I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Lie. That cannot happen. The fictitious story goes of a man who died and crossed over to the great beyond. And in that kind of great beyond, you choose where you go. And first, this man was taken to hell. And he saw Satan. But what he saw in hell was a party. People were enjoying, playing football, doing whatever they want. Partying, having fun, eating. And he said, ah, is this the hell they have been telling us all about? Satan, the father of all lies, told him, don't mind those preachers and what they preach. This is how it is always here. And this man was taken to heaven to make his choice, to have a look before he made his choice. And he got to heaven and he saw the saints singing praises unto God. Yes, he saw the streets full of gold, but he saw the saints singing praises unto God. And he felt in himself that this kind of life is boring. This is not the life for me. And what happened? Time to vote. And he voted to go to hell. They asked him final chance, final choice. He said yes. And they gave him hell. And when he landed in hell, he saw hellfire as it was. He saw the people crying and gnashing of teeth. He called Satan, what is happening? Where are all the people I saw yesterday? What happened? The people playing football, the people partying, the people drinking. Where are they? And the devil laughed at him. And told him, we told you all those. 
We showed you all those things to get your vote. Now you have voted for her. Welcome to reality. And that's exactly it, brethren. When you're about to lie, the enemy blinds you to the truth. He makes you only see the positives, the small positives. He hides away the greater truth that are the consequences of lying. The MP would have just gotten a small fine if she had said the truth, but the enemy convinced her to lie. The enemy shielded the consequences of her lie to her. And what happened? She lied. And what happened? She lost her political career. She lost her freedom and was sent to jail. She lost her ability to practice as a solicitor. And she lost her faith and her integrity. And she was disgraced. The enemy will try to tell you that just tell that lie and everything will be all right. But it's a lie. There's no lie you tell that doesn't have consequences. And brethren, I tell you, when it rains, it pours. When the consequences of that your lie comes, it comes in torrents. Determine not to be fooled by the enemy. Determine not to take lying, lying low. Determined not to condone any form of lie. Determined to vote for Jesus. If that man had voted for heaven, it would have been all good. Voting for heaven is voting for the truth always. But he chose to vote for the lie and vote for the enemy. And when reality struck, the consequences were dire. Remember, all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. The enemy wants people to lie easily. Why? Because he's looking for neighbors. He's looking for flatmates. He's looking for roommates, people that will be in that lake of fire and sulfur with him. But as a Christian, the Bible says we are not unaware of the devices of the enemy. We know his tricks. So when he tells you to lie, you realize that no, 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 I cannot tell this lie. I have so much at stake. I will not lie. Psalms 24, 3-5 says, Who will stand in God's holy place? Those who have clean hands and a pure heart. Those who have not lifted up their souls to falsehood and have not sworn deceitfully. This is the one who will be blessed by the Lord. Brethren, Choose you this day whom you will serve. As for me and my household, me and the members of our church, we will serve the Lord and we will refrain from falsehood. We will refrain from lies and any other little foxes and nonsense, lest they cause us to derail. If you are here today under the sound of my voice and the enemy always uses these small, small lies to get to you. If you are here today under the sound of my voice and you are not born again, then this is the time to commit your life to the father of truth, to decamp from the camp of the father of all liars and enter the camp of truth. This is the time to decide that you have nothing to do anymore with lying, nothing to do anymore with sinful living, but that you will serve God in spirit and in truth always. 
call the Spirit, and those who serve Him must serve Him in spirit and in truth. He detests lies. So if you're here today and you know that the enemy uses this as a stronghold over you, please repeat this prayer after me and mean it. Oh Lord, I confess my sins to you. I confess my lying tongues and any way in which I have sinned against you. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to come into my life. I ask you to take absolute control. Father, guide my feet aright. Keep me from lies. Keep me from lying friends. Keep me from situations that make me to lie. Help me maintain your truth always. Come into my life. Be my Lord and personal Savior. In Jesus' name. If you have said this prayer with me, brethren, I would like to congratulate you. It's the best decision you've ever made. Welcome to the body of Christ. Please feel free to reach out to me. Iron sharpened iron. There's so much I can learn just by relating with you, and there's so much you can learn just by relating with me. Before we leave, Father, I commit your people into your care. Lord, give us a tongue that always says the truth at all times in Jesus' name. Lord, keep us from lies in the name of Jesus. Lord, give us the mental strength to overcome the temptation to lie in Jesus' name. Lord, give us the strength to face the consequences of our actions rather than to lie in Jesus' name. Father, give us the realization that even though it seems easier, even though it seems that these lies will settle this situation faster, that it is only the enemy trying to deceive us. Let us know always and always stand for the truth at all times in Jesus' almighty name. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your ability, your grace upon us. We thank you, O oh Lord, for taking control of our, of our sheep. Lord, we thank you for taking over the process of guiding us. Thank you for putting our names in the book of life. May your name alone be glorified in Jesus' almighty name. Amen. 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 Amen.